morning world. Hello everyone everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here, Prayer 2021. Uh, we're just so blessed that you're joining us today on January. Praise God. The scripture for today is from John chapter 17, verse 15. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer, and we'll begin today's stunning prayer. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the opportunity to come before you this day to learn about prayer, to study about prayer, because prayer is your communication method that you put in place that your people, called by your name, can call on the God of heaven. Father, we thank you for this privilege. We pray for wisdom and understanding as we study about prayer. We pray for wisdom and understanding in the, all the nuances of prayer and, and all the different aspects of prayer. Receive wisdom and understanding from you concerning everything we're going to be talking about today. And to you we give all honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Today's topic is stay in the world but don't let the world stay in you. Amen. Yesterday we talked about the importance of staying in constant con uh, constant state of prayer. Praying about the big things, of course, but also praying about the little things, what to wear, what to eat, and things like that. The purpose is to train our spirits to remain sensitive to the leadings of the Holy Spirit, and the only way to do that is to be able to do a couple of things and doing them consistently. First, Read the Word of God every single day, a couple times a day if you can, but at least start with once per day, amen, even if it's only for 15 or 20 minutes, because that will begin to give God access to your spirit through His Word, for that's how He's going to communicate with you usually. The second part is of that of praying, actually taking the time to pray to the Father in Jesus' name. Ask him to guide you throughout the day. Ask him to show you what to do. Ask him to make you sensitive to his promptings. And then the third thing, it's just like we talked about yesterday, is to pray. But not just the big decisions that you're facing. Pray about the small stuff, what to eat, what to wear, things like that. If you start to pray and seek his guidance in the small stuff, you will begin to actually hear the Holy Spirit as he's speaking to you and guiding you into the big stuff, right? What this does, it prayers you to immediate, immediately, you'll be able to hear his voice when these big decisions are needed. And many times, he'll talk to you when you least expect it. Some of those times, you will not even know it was God speaking to you. You won't even know it was him prompting you or guiding you until after the fact. Have you ever done something like uh, you felt, you know, that don't do that, don't do that, down on the deep, deep inside of you? Many people say it's your conscience, but it is really your spirit man reacting to a prompting of the Holy Spirit. Do you want proof? Well, if you went ahead and did what the prompting said not to do, and the results turned out bad, what is it most people usually will say? I knew I wasn't supposed to do that, or something similar, right? I recommend that you, or mention that you will uh, be able to react immediately to the big things, even when you do not comprehend it's God guiding you. And let me tell you a quick story. On September, the morning of September 11, 2001, 9-11, remember, Pastor Dan Stratton was pastoring a church right across the street from the World Trade Center Towers. On his way into the office that morning, and he usually arrived there before 8 o'clock in the morning, 
The Lord brought to his remembrance one of his parishioners had been sick and unable to attend church for a few weeks. So he just, quote unquote, decided to stop by this brother's home because it was on his way into the city just to check on how, he, on how he was doing. And he ended up having coffee with the man, talking for a few minutes. But that one decision kept him away. It was unfolding in New York City that would have happened soon after he would have arrived at the church. Do you see what I mean? Dan did not think, Oh, Holy Spirit, thank you for warning me not to go into the city today because of this great tragedy that is about to happen. No, he simply obeyed a prompting of the Holy Spirit to do two things. One, go check out one of his parishioners that had been sick. And two, it kept him out of harm's way. But Dan wasn't the only person this happened to that day. There were parents that suddenly decided they were going to have breakfast at McDonald's with their, their children or child on the way to school, even though it was going to make them 15, 20 minutes late for work. Maybe even, in some cases, maybe 45 minutes late. Yeah, I haven't had breakfast with my child in quite a long time. So they took time out to go and eat breakfast with their child at McDonald's or something similar to that prior to dropping them off at the daycare and then proceeding on to work. But that 30, 45 minutes saved their life. And there are stories after stories like this, folks. The death toll that day should have been closer to 20,000 people. That, were in, that should have been in those towers, or more. But instead, tragic as it was, only about 2,600 perished. And that's what I'm talking about. Now, Jesus didn't, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit just did not say, well, I'm going to tell you, you, and you, the other ones are on their own. No, no. The Holy Spirit spoke to every single person in some form or fashion that morning. They may have been at the tower, and when the first plane struck, said, get out, get out. And the record, a, a, a bunch of people streamed out of the tower. And then five, ten minutes later, okay, it's all safe. You know, tower two is good. You can come back inside now. And they went back upstairs. And that's what happened, right? But Jesus, he had told his disciples that his desire was not for us to be taken out of the world. Because that would mean we could not minister to those in the world and lead them to the throne of grace and mercy and forgiveness. His will was simply for us to be protected from the evil one. Amen? And that is what happened en masse on 9-11 in New York City. And not, that's just not an isolated event. I've heard hundreds, if not thousands of testimonies very similar to this over my 25 years in ministry. It's simply a matter of being sensitive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. And you get that by training yourself to pray and to be in prayer in some form or fashion all day long. Yes, even in the little things. That way, you are able to minister to others often without you or they even knowing you're ministering to them. Glory to God, because you are in the world, but not of the world. Glory to God. Do me a favor. Leave a comment down below, and I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review over on iTunes. All of this helps us to grow and to get the word out into all the earth. And be sure to visit our website, podcastforchrist.com. They're the sponsors of, of this program. And download our free resource there, How to Have a Christian Podcast. It's free. It'll bless you immensely if you have or you're thinking of a podcast on your own. 
Till next time, this is Pastor Bob Tibble reminding you from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 in the Living Bible to always keep on praying and to be blessed in all that you do.